Alrighty, what is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Spilled Milk. For those watching on YouTube, you're going to see something a little different here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a zebra, baby. I go nay. I go nay. <laughs> okay. We all, we're all wearing costumes just kind of in, in theme of Halloween. That's kind of yeah. what we're vibing with. Halloween's on Tuesday. Thought we we'd just give went you, to a haunted house. We did just go to a haunted <laughs> house. Thought we'd get a little festive. Like I said, I'm a zebra. Kendall is a panda. I'm a panda. And I'm a cop. <laughs> He's a cop. Or a security guard member. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're Paul He's Blart, versatile. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul He's Blart, a mall cop. <laughs> yeah, so enjoy looking at us in, in some uh, fun little costumes this week. Otherwise, if yes, you're just sir. tuning in on any podcast platform wherever you get it, feel free to listen. Check out our YouTube so you can see the pics if you want to and just some videos. Hope you enjoy this episode. We're just going to be keeping it festive here, going, reading some spooky stories here. So I'll just kick us off here. Starts off, was I followed? Let's find out if, he, if uh, Leopard C7192 was followed. <laughs> so I was walking home at 10 p.m. and I noticed a man get out of his car. He was parked outside the gym, but didn't go inside. He walked on the opposite side of the street and started walking in my direction. I turned right. He crossed the road to get to the street I was walking on, then was still following me. I went to the corner shop. I was very distressed. I was in there for a good uh, five minutes. The shop owner offered me a walk back to the student accommodation, which was about three minutes away. As me and the shop owner were walking, we noticed a man following us again. I started to become very scared, then I ran to, into my student accommodation. The shop owner was on the phone with the police during the duration of our walk home. I rang the police 30 minutes later, and then they told me that the man lives in the same student accommodations as me. The police were basically saying, in their own words, he wasn't following me, he was going home, and it doesn't make sense why he or it does make sense why he parked right outside of the gym where the parking for the majority of student accommodations are. Now, why did he wait to walk home after I came out of the shops? That is my question. Was I being followed? Is this like a like a real real story? Yes. Okay. Six hours ago. Damn. Uh, I don't think so. I think it was coincidental. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> I think it's a little sus. Yeah. He happens to live in the same parking or the student accommodations. I don't know. Yeah. Why would he why would he get out of his car and walk in the same direction? I think that's wait the for him outside of the shop. I think that's the coincidence. Waiting for him outside of the shop though. Like sometimes I park Sus. outside of like wherever I need to be and then I chill on my phone for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I don't know, man. The timing of that's just a little weird, <laughs> yeah. I will say. Yeah. I feel like with situations like that you should always kind of trust your gut, though. That is like true. If something feels off, something is probably off. Especially, like, late at night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything kind of feels sketchy. But, but then he checks out know. at the end where he, yeah. I mean, he lives there. Yeah. Where, what other direction is he going to walk? I don't know. I mean, if he is a student, then it is weird. But maybe it's just a weird, I don't know. That's kind of just a weird situation. I wouldn't be comfortable. I probably wouldn't either. I'd be like a little bit on edge, but yeah. I always think about that. Whenever I'm coming home, if a car is following me for a long time, I always like to take a wrong turn. Nice. Mm -hmm. Just nice. to see. 
Yeah. And it's always worked out in my favor, but I usually take a wrong turn knowing yeah. exactly that I'm going in yeah. the wrong place. Yeah. Usually they're not. That's there, always a good thing to do. Yeah. Just take a wrong turn, just kind of an out of out of out of wallet type of idea, yeah. something that you would only know. Yeah. Type of situation. You know what I mean? Like kind of kind of weird, but a little sus. In in the on the flip side though, sometimes if I'm following someone for too too long, <laughs> I like literally go like ten under the speed limit just to make sure they know yeah. that I'm not following. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yep. Oh, I yeah. get worried about that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that one's just like a little weird, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from someone asked, Reddit, what is your most disturbing, scary, or creepy real story? And I'm just going to read some of the replies. All right. So <clears throat> this account is deleted, so I don't know who said it. But they said, a few years ago, I was walking through the woods off the beaten track a bit, and I smelt this really overpowering sweet smell. Being nosy, I pulled back the undergrowth to have a look and found a dead body. The guy had clearly been there a while and wasn't looking great, all swollen and green and black with various runny bits. Ew. The local wildlife had also been dining well for a few days. I called the police who told me to wait with the body until they arrived. Being in the middle of nowhere, it took a while for them to arrive and it got dark and I was just sat there in the dark with him for a long time. It turned out he had committed suicide. For a long time afterwards, I had dreams about him, and he would talk to me and not nice things, mainly about how he was angry I had disturbed his resting place, and he wanted me to kill myself. Probably just my imagination, but all pretty disturbing at the time. He still turns up in my dreams from time to time, and no doubt will be tonight after typing this. Bro, I don't like that. I don't either. (laughs) I do not fucking like that. Someone asked, holy shit, smelled sweet? And he said, difficult to describe, sort of like rotting lamb. People say that a rotting body has a very distinctive smell, and I can see what they mean. Ew. Ew. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I think he's getting a little bit too much in his head about it. Yeah. Or she- Probably. I mean, I mean, it happens. But People like show up in their dreams. I mean, I would be hella freaked out if I just found a random dead body, and yeah, then I true. had to sit with it in the dark in the middle of nowhere yeah, for however long. That. That's creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's definitely not I, – I don't know. That's kind of something tough. You kind of have to work through it. I feel Traumatized. Like yeah. He was walking. Dude, that sucks too. Like, if I would, if I was in my car or something, I'd just go sit in my car. Yeah. At least. Yeah. But you really okay. just had to sit there. Quick side story. Do you remember on our first road trip together when we were in the middle of Utah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we were driving in the middle of Utah. It was, like, probably 1130 at night, and we were just on the way to the hotel. Um, but there was this like van slash semi truck that was like following us. Like it was like a, it was like a two lane road, like one, one lane this way, one lane the other way. And this truck had been following us for a long time, following like the same turns as us. So I was like starting to get fucking worried and like a little bit scared. Cause I was like getting a little bit tired, but then there was this car following us. The headlights were there for a while. And then, I mean, I was like on edge. So I was checking my mirrors for like. Like, like pretty often. And then the lights just fucking disappeared. So yeah, then, I remember So then that. I was like super paranoid. I was like, what if, it, what if it just turned its lights off and it's still following us? Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember that we were super paranoid that night and then we got to the hotel and they were closed already so they had just like left the key for us under yeah. the mat or something and I remember we all went in there yeah. and like searched and seized this fucking yeah. room yeah. before we like brought any of our shit yeah we like breach and clear yeah like we were like checking <laughs> under the bed and the bathtub yeah. and like everywhere we were all like freaked out we, were, we turned up fine but. yeah and it was like I feel like we had like the best night's sleep there. Definitely. Too. <laughs> I remember kind of this isn't spooky. I remember when we were coming back from our first Arizona trip, we didn't have a spooky story, but there was a family. We were driving from like part of Arizona right to Colorado, and we literally were because we went to the Grand Canyon, and this same family went to the Grand Canyon and pretty much for like seven or eight hours like something crazy oh, i remember that. it was this same car and we never were like sussed out by it but we literally were like wait what if they live in denver and then i remember they we were going and they were in front of us we got on a they got on a turn lane and then we drove up next to them and everyone like waved at yeah. each other like everyone <laughs> in that car like looked over at us and we looked over and we're like bye it was we literally drove together for like it was super wholesome day it was crazy and it was just like this old couple in the front seats like this old old grandpa grandpa and grandma that was that was so crazy anyway (laughs) spooky spooky uh i'm gonna read a like true crime slash unsolved mystery type deal um okay this is like a, it's like written as an article, so I'll just read it. The Glico Morinaga case. Okay, brace yourselves. This, because this case is just is as twisted as a TV, TV crime show. It deals with the Japanese company's Izaki Glico, best known for its Pocky snacks in, and Morinaga. In 1984, two, two armed men in mask broke into CEO Katsuyi, Katsuhisha Izaki's mother's home and bound her, taking the, the house key of Glico's CEO. Entering his house, they also tied up his wife and daughter. Mrs. Izaki attempted to negotiate money with, me, with the men, but they were after something else. Cutting off the telephone cords, they raided the bathroom where Izaki and his two other children were hiding. They abducted Izaki and held him at hostage at a warehouse. They issued a ransom for 1 billion yen and 100 kilograms of gold bars. Their plans were discovered when Izaki managed to escape three days later. A few weeks later, just when the company thought he, it had escaped extortion, vehicles in its headquarters parking lot were set on fire. Then a container with hydrochloric acid and a threatening letter addressed Galico were found in Ibaraki, where the warehouse was located. This became a string of letters from a person or group that dubbed itself the Monster with 21 Faces. The named after a villain in a Japanese detective series. The, del- the letters threatened the company's products, claiming that their candies were laced with potassium cyanide soda. Glico was forced to pull the products off the shelves, resulting in $21 million worth of loss and the layoff of 450 part-time workers. After months of tormenting Glico, the, the monster with 21 faces decided to look for fun someplace else. Their final letter towards the company read, we forgive Glico. With that ar- abrupt ending, they turn their sights on food companies Marudai Ham, House Foods Corporation, and Fujiya. In exchange of stopping their harassment towards M- Marudai, once of one one of its employees was 
was hand to them ransom money on a train. That was when an investigator who disguised himself as an employee saw the prime suspect known as Fox-Eyed Man. The man was well-built, his hair cut short and permed, with eyes like those of a fox. After dropping the ransom as instructed, he and another investigator attempted attempted to follow the fox-eyed man only to lose him. They would get a second chance later on, but then evaded him. But he again evaded him. After continuing harassment towards the police, a year later, police superintendent Yamamoto committed suicide after setting himself on fire, mm. ashamed of his failure to capture the fox-eyed man. Wow. Five days after following the death, the monster with 21 faces sent its final letter to the media. Quote, Yamamoto of Shiga Prefecture Police died. How stupid of him. We've got no friends or secret hiding place in Shiga. It's Yoshino or Shikada who, would, who should have died. What have they been doing for as long as one year and five months? Don't let bad guys like us get away with it. There are many more fools who want to copy us. No career Yamamoto died like a man, so we decided to give our condolence. We decided to forgive about torturing food-making companies. If anyone blackmails any of the food-making companies, it's not us, but someone copying us. We are bad guys. That means we've got more to do than than more to do other than bullying companies. It's fun to lead a bad man's life. From Monster with 21 Faces. And with that final statement, the monster with 21 faces disappeared, never to be heard from again. That dude, that's like a that's one of those stories where there's we know a lot, but then there's so much yeah. that is mm-hmm. still so unknown about yeah. it. It's where you're like Wait. Also, like, why are you harassing like a big food company? That's also like, true. What gain do you why get them? out of that? Like, if I just like decided I wanted to fuck up the CEO of Doritos, like, <laughs> what gain does that yeah. do for me? Yeah. I don't. You said it's the company yeah. that has Pocky. Yeah. The like sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'm never going to look at those Pocky boxes the same. Fact. I feel like I'm going to have to read that story again. I'm not going to lie. I like. I think I was getting all the like names of things mixed up, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. got a little confused. But That was ominous. Yeah, essentially Very there ominous. was the the 21-face guy who was sending letters to big food companies and like blackmailing them, and that was it. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah, why? There's like no reason. And then it just stopped. Yeah. And there's really no way to, like, trace where any of that came from, like, any of that. Well, like, they didn't kill the or... cops, so, like, they didn't do anything, like, completely wrong. But, is, you know what I'm saying? but isn't that still... Well, like, so what were they, like... Because they were threatening to, like, harm them, though, right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that should be reason enough to, like, investigate yeah, true. it. And... Like, the, 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 the main one, they just captured the guy's wife and kids. Or, like detain them and then stole like kidnapped the actual ceo like mm-hmm. the guy so they, they did actually like yeah, do something did. so it's like <laughs> and you couldn't there was no way to trace anything at all yeah that's a little that is kind of sus kind of sus that's an, like, that it means, seems like they didn't try that very that hard inside yeah, job. True. that means yeah. it's an inside job yeah, yeah. true or they're fucking racist <laughs> i mean they're also asian so like yeah I mean, <laughs> they could not be you're yeah. right interesting Alrighty, this one, this one's kind of long, but not, but not like super long. But it's called "My Great Grandmother's Ghost." I grew up in a farmhouse, 
in the backwoods of the country of a small town whose population was 1,897 at the time. Thanks for that very specific number. Um, everyone knew who you were and what your name was. It was summer vacation. And I was helping one of my uncles. We will call him Frank for some of the chores we had around and we had to go get tools from an old trailer that was currently behind our current trailer that we lived in. I said that I would go get it since I knew where it all was and I would be able to get in and outside quickly. Now, I, pick up the, I picked up the tool in question and I looked down the hallway, seeing something out of the corner of my eye. Hello, I said aloud, reluctantly walked towards it, and, and an old woman dressed in a blue-white polka dot dress, <laughs> no, her, bitch. Hair, her hair pinned up in a bandana on her head, greeted me. Sparrow, it's good to see you, she smiled. You've gotten so big. Tell your dad I sell, say hello and tell him to behave for me. I nodded not ever seeing this woman before, but she looked very familiar. Okay, I inno- innocently said and walked out the front door and closed it behind me. Sorry, how old are they at, at this point? They don't say. Okay. Um, Who are you talking to in there, Frank asked. Frank's the uncle, remember. Um, and confused because they thought it was just him and I. Oh, I was talking to a nice lady who lives in there. She knows dad and told me to tell him hello and to behave. My uncle was confused and muttered to himself, what lady? As if remembering something, he seemed to panic. Get over here and get away from that door. He raised his voice and waved me over, making me walk away quickly. I was instructed to then go inside and not come out until my dad got home from work. If that spirit was my great-grandmother or not, they would never tell me since I didn't believe in talking about ghosts. I didn't get any negative energy from her or being around her to put into words I felt safe. I haven't been in my hometown for years, and I'm pretty sure she is no longer there either. I hope she was able to cross over peacefully. Dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't come across to me as, like, anything, like, bad was yeah, going to happen. nothing super evil or anything. Mm-hmm. Still kind of weird. Yeah. Anything like that is just creepy. Like, for sure. And unsettling. Ooh. My dad said he had something like that with his grandpa. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, he was, I don't know how the story goes, but like, long story short, my dad w- watched almost all of his grandparents like on their deathbed. Yeah. And he said one night he like went to sleep and then like woke up in the middle of the night and said that he saw his grandma at the foot of his bed, just, mm. just like sitting on the edge of his bed smiling. And then he just like went back to bed or something like that oh, shit. or something. And I was like, whoa. I feel like even the thought of it being someone you know who died is still creepy to me. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think I think I want something like that to happen to me. Like as afraid as I would be, I think yeah. it would make me like fully believe. Because I'm like yeah. on the fence whether yeah. I believe or not. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anything, maybe not in that, to that capacity where you actually saw someone, but like where just any kind of thing happened or a sensation you had that made you like feel like something was there yes what happened when so when me and my girlfriend went up on one of our first dates it was actually i think the day we we started like officially dating we were just up at this lake and we were just talking and we were just kind of like like do we do we try this like officially do we make it like and eh, we were on the fence and talking about it and i and i never will forget like the we're sitting on a couple of rocks and there's a lake to our right and my grandpa was a huge fisherman. Like if he could literally just wake up, go fishing all day and come back, he would, right? And so I remember we were just sitting there talking and like I said something like, well, what do you think? 
And then when I said, what do you think? The water is crystal clear, right? And a fish jumps out of the corner of my eye and I look over and then I see it just dive back into the water like a dolphin. And I was like, and my first and only thought, I only thought of like grandpa. And then I was like, whoa. And I literally said, I was like, I'm not going to lie. You might think I'm crazy. That fish was a sign right there. <laughs> and she, and, and Mary was like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, I think we should try it. And she goes, I do too. And then now we're here. But like, I didn't see a ghost or see yeah. like anything, but like the fish jumped and it was dead silent. Like we're in the middle of literally nowhere at a lake. And then this, right when I say that, then a fish just happens to jump out of the water. I was like, mm. Does a, like, yeah. Do you think like a fish or just like the location of where you're at? Do you think there's anything that has like a tie to him? Like any- literally, no. I, that no. was the first time I had ever been. It's called Lake City. It's just outside of Gunnison. Hmm. There's just a little lake there. Um, I've been I've been up there one time, and it was then. But a fish isn't like a symbol for anything. For for, for my grandpa, because he was a big fisher dude. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I said hmm. if you yeah. could fish all like that's that's why the first thing that I thought of when I saw the fish, I was like, wait. I was like my grandfather. I was like grandpa, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then like all the then like all my ideas started flowing, and I was like, I think that's a sign right there, just straight up. And I just said it, and I was like, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I had something happen to me. I don't know what you guys would think about this, but it wasn't like it was kind of like a nicer, I guess. It wasn't mm-hmm. scary or anything, but it happened to me when I was in a therapy session. This was like a long time ago. It was a little bit after my dad passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was talking to my therapist about him. I don't remember what I was talking about, but I was just talking about him. And all of a sudden I got like the weirdest sensation and I've never had anything like this happen again. But it like literally felt like something like passed through me, like an energy of some sort. Like it felt like it was almost like an in one ear out the other kind of feeling. But like I felt it just like only in my like head. But it was weird because, like, I felt, like, disoriented for a second. But it was, like, I can't even explain it. Like, there was nothing temperature-wise. But it just felt like this movement going through my head. And I was just, like – and I, like, stopped for a sec. And that therapist is, like, a psychic medium. And I Mm -hmm. never, like, did a reading or anything like that with her. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, when it happened, I feel like she, like, noticed something happening. And I, like, brought it up after I was, like – I was just, like – sorry like something really weird just happened she's like yeah like can you like explain to me like what and she's like yeah like we should probably talk about that like but (laughs) I don't know I feel like he was like it's like he was like there for a second and maybe he like didn't want me to talk about what I was talking about or something I don't know but like it just felt like he and it it didn't feel necessarily like him but it but I felt like it was him Hmm. because like who else would it be but yeah it was super weird yeah, that is super kind of out of the ordinary. Speaking of like psychic mediums, I think what they do is super cool if it's real. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't believe in most of the people I yeah. meet who claim to be one. Yeah. Um, but like if there's this documentary on Netflix called Surviving Death, and I haven't finished it, but because uh, it's like a short series, but they talk about a lot of different things because they're trying to figure out like what happens in the afterlife and stuff Mm. but they have an episode where they bring they like see a lot of like psychic mediums and like dude i don't know i feel like when you like really see like the actual kind of shit that some of them do it's like it's kind of scary like but it seems like 
real like it seems like a lot of people go to these like seances or something and they like feel shit and see shit happening i've I've seen like a just like an internet internet video of like one a psychic medium who got into a taxi and someone was like speaking to them and it was like it ended up being the driver or something it was like Hmm. jim says hello and stay safe or whatever or whatever yeah yeah like that's in the car that's crazy yeah like complete strangers i don't know how real that video was but but if those things are real, that's sick as fuck. Yeah. That's like a... Yeah. Yeah. Like a gift. I mean, even, talk to, even talking to like your sister. Yeah. Like I feel I like... I mean, I haven't had anything like paranormal or anything happen to me, but my sister in, in like a negative manner has had stuff happen mm-hmm. to her where she, where she has been sleeping and she like feels slash hears someone like whispering in her ear. Hmm. And sometimes she like explained that she like felt them touching her like legs or like holding her legs down while she was sleeping um that's just fucking scary but yeah, that's, yeah that's that's super i get scary. i get goosebumps listening to that Ooh, i think that's like the worst is like if you have that kind of like sixth sense almost but it's always negative like yeah. that is so awful yeah. have you guys seen the movie the sixth sense Mm-mm. Mm-mm. watch it is it like the same idea so it's it's about it's about this kid who can see dead people oh okay Right. So basically, this is that where that line comes from. I see see dead people. Yeah, that's literally where it's from. It's Bruce Willis is the main character, right? Mm. And he's having troubles in his marriage. So then he goes and helps kind of this kid who has these like weird abilities, and then he admits like I see dead people type of scenario. Okay. But there's just some stuff that happens in the end where where it's kind of like that where you're just like you're like yeah whoa 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 huh and you're just like what like there's there's just a couple of things that happen in the end highly recommend it's actually a really good movie dude i'd watch it when i went to thailand the most recent time it was like right before covid um i was hanging out with I, i guess i like went on vacation with like a like a family friend alongside my family so it was like on my dad's side of the family with one of his friends and they had like a like a young boy like one of their kids was like a young boy and the young boy had that like same kind of thing mm-hmm. they like checked into their hotel room and later and later in the night they they saw or the, the kid saw like a woman just sitting on yeah. the bed and i mean i guess their parents are like into that stuff too but um obviously i i stayed in that room for most of the day i had a fever so i stayed in that room most of the day i didn't feel i didn't see anything but later Are you talking night, about your sister? No. Okay. Oh. Okay, no. continue. But there was someone in, in that room, supposedly, huh. like a spirit or a, a ghost or whatever. And they saw this woman just sitting on the bed and she they like his mom is also has a sixth sense and she talked to the woman, asked her to leave or whatever. But um later that week we went to like a like an ancient abandoned city type thing. It was the old capital of Thailand. Um, and it used to be like a, like a war ground. Hmm. Like people used to have wars there and the kid saw every fucking dead person on the ground. They were like dead horses uh. and shit. And he was like, Hey mom, why is that horse bloody? Like all over it. What? And he saw like all these fucking dead, like soldiers or whatever on the ground in, uh, in like a war that happened hundreds <gasps> of years That's ago. That's fucking scary. That is fucking scary. Was he like unfazed by it? Yeah, I mean, he was he's, just like confused. He's, he's like a little three or four year old kid, oh. so I, he obviously didn't know what was going on. Yeah, but that's he, trippy. Yeah, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, 
Imagine like your kid I know. coming to you and yes. saying that. Yeah. That's trippy. Yeah. I do not love that. So like hearing stuff like that makes me on the fence like towards towards believing. Yeah. But then also I haven't experienced yeah. any of that myself. So Yeah. I will say though, I feel like all it really takes is like one small thing. That for, is true. Like when it happens to you, like Very it doesn't true. take much for you to be like, okay, something That's is fair. happening. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Spooky. All right. Well, I have another one. This is from Ari underscore you underscore serious. Ari, you serious? <laughs> okay. A few summers ago, I went for a bike ride around midnight with a friend. We went our separate ways at the end of the evening, and I had about two blocks to ride back by myself. Because of construction, I had to ride on the sidewalk, but the streets were dead, but it wasn't a problem until right where I was about to turn left onto my street. There was this man walking by himself, maybe 40s, a little scruffy, but not homeless. The sidewalk was narrow, and I didn't want to freak him out, so when I got about six feet behind him, I said, hey, behind you, and he turned around and gave me this super angry look. I turned down my street, and he started to follow me, literally screaming about how I was a fucking cunt, and he was going to kill me and all that. I live right off the corner, and I didn't want him to figure that out, so I decided to do another loop around the block. That's not the scary part. The scary part is that when I looped back around and looked down the street, I saw him standing on my fucking front stoop, staring out the street, out at the street like a mother, like the motherfucker knew I lived there. He saw me ride by again, but he didn't say anything. I ended up going back to the friends, but my bike got stolen from the alleyway by my house two days later. Mm. Um, and then she added an edit. The guy in question was definitely not actually homeless. We have a large population of mentally ill in that area, unfortunately, downtown of a medium-sized city. So if I didn't think the sidewalk was too narrow to pass, otherwise I wouldn't have disturbed him. Half the scary part was that he looked pretty much completely normal for my area. That being said, I ended up texting my mom and she made the decision not to notify law enforcement until my bike was stolen. Hmm. That's creepy, though. That is super fucking creepy. And he stood on her porch, like, yeah. knowing... And just, like, stood there. there looking at the street. Yeah. Eh. Sorry I said the C word. I didn't mean to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I was just reading it, she and it just came out. <laughs> Ew. I really don't like that. I don't like that. That kind of shit, especially... I don't know. I think for me, like, especially just as like a woman i just feel really unsettled by mm -hmm. sure. walking sure. alone at night yeah. and to hear shit like that it's like that is why i will never fucking because yeah. i can't fucking defend myself look at me right now <laughs> i'm just like a fucking panda like <laughs> with a bamboo stick yeah. yeah also i crafted this guys i made it today doesn't yeah, it look that's pretty real sick. it actually looks really good <laughs> fuck yeah all right okay eat it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's dusty i have one okay um damn this one was posted 10 years ago i think it was dang i think this one's fictional but it says oh it, it says this story is very very true my grandmother is not one to play around especially something about about this so Whoa. this one is true no. i guess okay okay title is why i don't whistle at night anymore don't. <laughs> Not sure if this is good enough for this forum, but this scared the absolute shit out of me, and it still does. Nice. So that, I
This is my first story, whatever. Anyways, I was about 10 or 11 years old at the time of this story. My mom was at home. Mum. So this guy's like British or... Mum. My mum. Australian? Yeah. Mum. My mum wasn't home. (laughs) (laughs) My mum wasn't home. Can't remember exactly where she was, but it was just me and my grandmother on this particular night. It was around this age that I had discovered whistling. How to do it well, I mean. Cue Star Wars theme. Ha ha. Uh, and I would I would do it quite a lot. No problem there. At nighttime, though, my mother, my grandmother didn't like me doing it and kept telling me not to whistle at night. And it w- and how it wasn't good. Despite her countless warnings, I just could not stop. It was a bad habit that I found myself doing without even thinking. So I'm not sure if you guys already know. You probably do. But apparently whistling at night is really, really bad. My grandmother said that when you whistle at night, it's basically an invitation for the spirits to come to your house. Or something like that around that definition. Now my grandmother is a firm my grandmother is a firm believer of the paranormal and she knows that stuff is not to be taken lightly. She's experienced a lot of shit, which she won't tell me, but being a young being young, I obviously didn't know that. Side note, she has this real she has this thing with mirrors at night and avoids them. It's really bad apparently. I'm pretty sure it stems from a deep cultural belief, one of which I have no knowledge of. I was as I was born in another country. After the whistling incident I, and realizing my mother, my grandmother does, doesn't do certain things for no reason, I inherited a deep fear of mirrors, even though I really don't know why. I know it's kind of stupid. I might ask her one day. Moving on, being the dickhead that I was at the time, I didn't listen, probably due to the fact that I really didn't believe something as such was possible. This night was no different. I was whistling my, to my heart's content, to, much dismi- to the much dismay of my grandmother as usual. Everything was going normal that night. I slept in my room at the very back of our house. My grandmother was in the room outside of mine. It was kind of like a sitting room. I'm not sure what Americans call it. Like a living room. So something mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm he's not, definitely not from America. He's not, definitely. Um, it was all good. I was sleeping away until until my mother, my grandmother, sorry, I keep reading it. <laughs> my grandmother shook me to wake up. I'm a very heavy sleeper, but when she began to wake me up i got up straight away as soon as i woke up i could see the fear and shock in her eyes i will never forget the way she looked at me she told me i could not sleep in that room and instead made me sleep with her in one of the rooms in the front of the house initially i was confused like why couldn't i sleep in that room and why did she look so scared she didn't tell me that night but the next day she asked me if i heard anything that night and i said no asked why and when she told me that she when she told me that while she was in the other room she heard someone standing right outside my window whistling (gasps) i always wonder what would have happened if my grandmother wasn't there or if she didn't hear it that was it dude i knew as soon as she caught him that i was about to be traumatized by that story i don't know man like i don't like that could be crazy sometimes that is true that is very true it's not that i'm saying just like calling total bs on that but like Sometimes old people are kind of crazy. Yeah, like superstitions and shit. Oh. Are you guys superstitious? No. Mm-mm. Not at all? Not at all. I am. I, I feel like towards certain things. Like what? Maybe like What not, are your superstitions? Maybe not like superstitious, but like... I, I guess I am. I don't sleep in like where a mirror can see me. Because hmm. I've heard that if you wake up and you see a face that's not really you then it will try to talk to you or some bullshit what the fuck 
Huh. Yeah. Ew, I wish I didn't hear. I wish we. So <laughs> like, sorry. I don't want to talk about this. I'm so sorry. I also, because when you were reading that, I also have a thing about mirrors. I get really freaked out about mirrors. Yeah. I don't know why. But I think I'm just like always scared I'm going to look in one and someone's going to be behind me. But then they're oh, going to okay. like not. A be mirror there. is literally just some tinfoil and glass. Yeah. That's all a mirror is. But I mean, like, I think the thing that's like scary about mirrors, it's the only way that you can really see yourself or like yes. a reflection of yourself. Yeah. I mean, like, you can see your reflection in water, but it's, like, not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Hmm. And even, like, like phone cameras are, like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's my only superstition is, like, I don't sleep where, where a mirror or where I can see myself in a mirror hmm. at night. And that, yeah. Okay, I mean, well, now I'm not fucking doing that <laughs> either. What I the fuck? I mean, anything superstition related, like. Can you can you always say like you kind of have a lucky pair of underwear? I mean, yeah, but like, here's here's the issue for me, right? With hockey, right? For the Stanley Cl- Stanley Cup playoffs, right? There's two sides, and then eventually, both sides of the league play each other, right? Yeah. The big thing in hockey is when you win, every team is presented a trophy. Yeah. Right. Every person on that team does not touch the trophy because it's they're superstitious. If you touch the trophy when you win your division, you will not win the Stanley Cup. Okay. Here's the issue. If all every yeah, single every team, single team does it. doesn't. Now, there has been some cases mm-hmm. where someone does, and, then and there's lose. been some times where they lose. That's yeah. fine. I, no one talks about the times where they touch it and win, but... But like this past year is a perfect example because the two teams that were in the uh, NHL finals or whatever it's called, the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup finals, right? Yeah. Both of them, nobody touched the cup. Nobody touched their trophies or anything and the team still lost. Yeah. Or the same thing where, where it's like football games. Every time I wear this jersey, we always win. That's a lie. Yeah. Because then you blame any loss when you're not wearing the jersey. They have lost when you're wearing the jersey. Yeah. The only reason you can say that is if they if you just bought the jersey. Yeah, true. Then superstitions don't work. What no. about like step on a crack, you break your mama's back? I step on <laughs> cracks all the time. I do too. Right? Yeah, but like superstitions like those, I don't really. Yeah. I don't. Those ones are yeah. those ones are like like yeah. logically it doesn't even yeah, make right. sense, but like yeah, all the other stuff I'm like, I mean, bro, yeah. I'll, I'll walk under a ladder, I don't care. You want oh, to know yeah, the easiest yeah. way to move a ladder from beneath the ladder? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you think yeah. about it logically, I understand why some people are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, a black cat. You probably want to know what the original color of a cat was. One was white and one was black. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> like, you can't, like, if, you know, that's why I'm just like, nah, bro. Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's the yeah. same thing with dogs. Dogs have multiple colors. One of them is black. One's white. One's tan. Yeah. Like, like there's multiple colors. Yeah, true. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. I don't consider myself super. Or like I the Bloody Mary thing. That, you, oh, I'm you okay. Think, I want to try You that think that holding though. something in front of a mirror in the dark and saying <laughs> Bloody Mary is going to, like. Hold, r- what do you like, hold? I thought you just. Oh, maybe both. I think you just look in it yeah. and say it. You, you, you think like looking into a piece of aluminum foil <laughs> covered in glass is going to conjure up some Dude, random bitch named Mary? No. 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 I don't fucking know. I don't trust that shit. I, I get superstitious with anything like paranormal like that. Yeah, yeah. Or like Ouija, Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. 
why are they why is it spelled that way when it is not no idea, <laughs> no idea. those i will never fuck with one of those marketing that's why marketing yeah. i don't think i'll fuck it's with like the either. last name when n-g-u-w-e-n <laughs> yeah. is that how you spell it n-g-u-y-e-n oh it's y-e-n y-e-n yeah. new win right you know what i mean Nguyen. 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 yeah i don't i'm not i like when i think about it any longer than just for 10 seconds then i just think about it logically and it doesn't make sense so i'm just like nah i'm not super (coughs) either except except for shit like that that's the only one i can think of that i actually do believe yeah all right i will i'll do this one and then (coughs) maybe just wrap it up wait can i do one more after you yeah sure so this is my own scary story Hello, I just installed this app so I could tell my story. Damn, respect. Thanks for telling me. Don't know who I could be. Um, Where? Ah, there we go. I live in the countryside, so when I go outside, I can stay for however long I want to because I live 10 minutes away from home. So this summer, I was outside for sometimes as long as 10 hours. I remember this night perfectly. It was August, and my mom was desperately calling me to go home. Because it was 11 p.m. and I was already, and it was already pitch black outside. Excuse me. My friend lives pretty close, and we both go go to each other's house, to and from all the time. So about five minutes before I go home, she said that she had to leave. I said, "Okay, no big deal." I was always taking my headphones with me because when I have music, I don't feel alone. So as as I was walking home during a power outage, this took place all day and all of the streets light all the street lights were turned off my phone was at 10 percent, so i hurried home when i was about 100 meters away from home i called my mom to reassure her that i'm close and then she said okay i'm waiting at the window she was talking about the window that faces the road that i take home when i get 30 meters oh we have another non-american yep. i get 30 meters in front of my house and i look into the window that she was supposed to be looking in but it stood a woman with long black hair. I felt her staring into my soul, so I called my mom and told her what I what I or what I saw, and she said, "What do you mean? I'm still at work. Nobody's home." At this point, I was scared and confused. Just two minutes ago, she told me that she was waiting for me. Then, to my surprise, I see my friend calling me. She asks, "Hey, do you want to walk faster?" I tried to catch up. Or, "Hey, why do you walk fast? Sorry, uh, why do you walk faster than me? I've been calling you." I'm trying to catch up to you, and since the lights are off, I screamed, but you didn't hear me. To which I said, but where are you now? She said, I'm right here next to your neighbor's house. My neighbor lives 100 meters away from me, and their house is where there's no houses, and then it's my house. So there's like a gap in between the houses. I looked behind me, and there was no one. Absolutely no one. I was trembling. I closed my eyes and screamed. When I opened my eyes, I was in my house. My mom was looking at me very confused, but she was just as confused as I was. What the fuck? I.E. She was probably high. (laughs) Like, or or something like that. I mean, that's kind of, okay, that is kind of weird, though. Yeah. She was getting a call from her mom while her mom was at work, but then her friend was calling out to her on the phone with her, but her friend wasn't behind. Sus. Yeah, I'm. I, I mean, know. if I was on the phone with my mom and my mom told me she was waiting for me at home, and then I called her two minutes later and she's at work, I would 
That'd be weird. I would start shooting myself. I wouldn't go home. Fuck yeah, no. Especially, well, she, this person saw someone in the window. Yeah, of their with house. Black, and they said black hair, so obviously their mom ain't got black hair. Yeah. That wasn't their mama. <laughs> I don't fuck with that. I don't need to. I don't fuck with any of this. Not cuh. Start to get forget real about freaked cur. out. <laughs> okay, I have one more that I want to share. Um, it's just from my memory, though. But Ooh. So this is from this podcast I used to watch called full body chills and they just tell like scary stories but they're really awesome you should check some of them out they're kind of cheesy but i like them but this one really fucking stuck with me i think just because it seems like the most realistic but i might fuck it up a little bit but yeah this is what i remember so basically it's like there's this girl and she's just like goes to sleep one night and so she wakes up the next day and she's just like scrolling through social media and she looks on her account and she sees that she has like a story posted and so she, like, clicks on it because she's, like, I didn't post anything yesterday. Like, that's really fucking weird. And it's just, like, a black screen, and it just says goodnight. And she's, like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking weird. Like, mm. but okay. And she just, like, deleted it and didn't think much of it. And then, like, the next day, she, like, goes to sleep or whatever. Or that night, she, like, goes to sleep, whatever. She checks her Instagram. It's, like, nothing's there. She's, like, all right, good. And then the next morning, she wakes up. And there's another story posted on her account. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, and it's like the same thing. It's just like a black screen with like goodnight or something written on it. And so she's kind of just like thinking that she got like hacked or something. Um, But I think she like looks into it and she's just like, I don't know, like what the problem is. Like, I think I should be good. Um, And then like, I think it happens again or something. And so she starts like looking at she like goes into her phone and she's just like what the fuck like I don't even like this isn't even like a picture of my phone or something and she finds this album of photos that's just like I think it's titled like me or something like that I don't fucking know and she like looks through and there's all these photos that have been there for months and they're just all dark screens and she's Mm. like what the fuck and so she like starts she just like picks one of them and starts like editing it trying to like enhance it and it's a picture of her fucking sleeping oh and like and then there's more pictures and and it's just like and i think there's videos in there too and it's just like somebody is just in her room filming her and taking pictures of her and shit and so they posted on her fucking story. And so she like, after she finds out, she like freaks out and she calls her dad or whatever. And then she like, when she's on the phone with him, she's like upset and she's like kind of trying to explain what's been going on. And then all of a sudden she like hears movement above her in her house or whatever. Like upstairs. Yeah. Okay. In like the attic. And she's like, oh my God, like he's fucking here. Bro. Like, and so she like runs into her bathroom and she's like hiding um, and she just like hears all this movement above her um, and her dad is like on the phone he's like freaking out or whatever and she finally like musters up the courage to leave and she like runs out of her place really really fast and then she's like t- she like runs into a woman or something outside and she's just like call the police call the police um, and then they like check and like all the police come or whatever and then they go into her house check everything and they're just like there's no one there there's no sign of anyone being there what and then she's like, I moved back home. <laughs> Is that like a real story? I don't think so. Okay. But it's like, it's scary to me because I feel like it could be a real Definitely. story. And I don't fuck with that shit. i a real story like that and someone was just actually living yeah. in their, li- their attic. Yeah. yeah. Like shit like that of someone being in your house when you don't know. 
yeah. just the idea of like a stalker. Because I think there were like, bro. I, uh. I, what I remember, I'm pretty sure there was like, I think she actually found his second album, and it was like us. And then there were like pictures that he was like taking with her, but you couldn't uh, like see his right. face in them. Mm. But he would like get next to her and like take pictures with her while she was asleep. Bro, the thought of like someone watching you sleep. It's fuck so fucking shit. creepy. Fuck that. But like we were we were joking wow. when we were at Emily's house because Emily fell asleep before <sighs> us. And we were like, it's also kind of creepy like watching someone have ever, sleep. Have you ever done that where you like are in a room with someone like sleeping? I've watched you <laughs> sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's isn't it. Doesn't it feel weird, though? Like a little bit? Yeah, like last week when you guys came over for a sleepover. Yeah, yeah. When I walk out and you guys are just... <laughs> and I just like... I look over for a second. Like, I don't think about it, but like... Yeah. I'm literally watching you sleep yeah. right now. But this bitch scared the fuck out of me. Emily, if you're fucking watching this, you scared the fuck out of me. Because I was literally like talking to Perch. She was We in were her doing bed. the same shit that we do at your place. Where yeah. we stay up like hella late. And I was standing at the edge of the bed and I was like telling him how I was getting kind of freaked out watching her. Because for some reason, I just have this feeling or fear of someone like she like I thought she was just gonna like jolt up in her bed (laughs) and like look at us and I was just like I don't know for some reason that just freaks me out and then I like walked over like towards like my side of the bed and the bitch jolts up and starts looking at us and I was like bitch like what are you doing she scared the fuck out of me and she just I think she just like said something and then like went back to sleep ew uh, no. But yeah, that shit fucking creeps me out. Yeah, that's scary. All right, enough of these scary stories. <laughs> I need to, I need to fall asleep eventually yeah. at some point in the in the next twenty four hours. I would like it to be no tonight. sleep for you. That was the name of one of the threads. No sleep. No sleep. Uh, so let's talk about some other world news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, now I'm now I got the heebie-jeebies. I know. Yeah. Now I'm gonna like check my whole apartment to make sure no one else is in. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember like back in like 2016 where there were killer clowns around this time of year? Yeah. Dude, that shit was that so scary to me. Scary. People were like in the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Sus. And I don't Dude, like. Dude, like clowns. if I see one of those motherfuckers in the middle of the road with a knife, I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm <laughs> running them. their ass over. Yeah, but then they're gonna like slash your tire. No, they're going to die because I run them over. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, he's got the fucking forerunner. Yeah. True. I feel like if I if I hit someone with my car, they'd probably like fly up the windshield. I don't fucking <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, probably. Same yeah. with mine because my car's like a lot lower. Yeah. They Ew, like, the clowns. Yeah. No I don't thanks. remember. No they were like, they clowns, were like threatening people. Yeah, I know. And they were like, weren't they like threatening schools yeah. and shit to like yeah. bomb the school just or something? crazy stuff. Yeah. Was that just like a Colorado thing or was that like everywhere? I don't know, actually. It was everywhere. Was it? I remember it was in one of David Dobrik's vlogs. Oh, shit. That shit is so creepy. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Heavy episode. Heavy episode. Well, regardless, we hope you all enjoyed. Feel free again. Just a just a shameful plug here. Uh, go check out our YouTube yeah. so you can see us here in our these these incredible costumes. Yeah, yeah we look so cute. Hope Austin's you, wearing my onesie. I know it's <laughs> way too small. Yeah, it's all up in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a I got a wedgie right now, but it's fine. I've just been sitting here, uh, but. Have, hopefully, I haven't looked too uncomfortable, even though I've been yeah. slightly uncomfortable. But hey, any anything for anything for some fun. Hope you all have a great Halloween. Tune in for next week's episode. We will see you next week. See ya. Stay safe. Peace. Bye.